Hello, you're listening to the AAU podcast, Key Issues in Tourism Consumption. We are Lucas, Seb, and Simon, and we will be your hosts today. In this episode, we talk to Kenneth Pinsker, founder of Allboard Tours, a private organization that provides several tours of the hidden gem of the north that is Allboard. All right. Yes. Um, okay. So, um, first and foremost, we would like you to tell us a little bit about yourself and your work in the um, what your work in the tourism environment uh, is all about. What you yeah. do. So, uh, my name is Kenneth. Uh, I got uh, I got uh, I got one company with uh, different concepts in, and uh, two of the biggest concepts is regarding like tourism in Olbo. Uh, one of them is called Olbo Tours, which is uh, guided tours for for private and companies. And the other one is called Bike Media. What are uh, what are your tours focused on? We have uh, like many different themes. So we have uh, we have a bike tour, we have a history tour, we have a food tour, we have a street art tour. We also do like um, stand-up paddle courses, so a lot of different things. But um, the main thing is like the historical background of Olbo and the recent times and the industrial times. So like, yeah, we also have the uh, under-occupation tour, so like Olbo in the World War time, World mm-hmm. War II time. Mm-hmm. So different themes around different time areas in the in the history of Olbo. Interesting. Okay. Yep. And can we ask you, um, how, for example, do you choose what you are going to show? Um, like, for example, the, how do you choose, like, which buildings or maybe uh, which stories you decide to, I don't know, focus on and which one you don't? I'm a little bit privileged because it's my own company. So I, I'm not like a part of the municipality or the tourist organization or anything. So I can do whatever I want to do. But of course, I need to talk about the, the things which is interesting also in, in Olbo. But I can also like put a beer tour out or um, only focus on one little thing or whatever. Where, where like other organizations, they have to do like the proper history uh, of the city. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so of course, I'm also choosing what I think the tourists think is uh, interesting. Yeah, of course. And we know like the old part of Olbo is super interesting, the, the historical part in the city center, but also the modern architecture and the whole process from going from an industrial city to like a knowledge city with the university. And the recent one, and maybe also the most popular tour right now is our street art tour. You know, all the murals around the, the city. And it was, I'm I'm old graffiti painter, so I had like super interesting in these things. Then I, when it started, I think, ah, we can make a tour about this. Yeah, then I started the tour, and now the, that's the most popular tour of, of all the tours. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. interesting. So now you mentioned that uh, mural tour, that is something that you yourself are very interested in. But is there mm-hmm. other parts of like any of the tours that you are most stoked about going out or uh, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm like an Olbor guy. Like, so I'm born and raised here. So I have like a lot of love for the city. So it's not like 
I'm not just moving to the city and then uh, find out what I want to do. Like I have like the whole, my whole life been around Olbo. So I also see the transformation from like this industrial part, like uh, a lot of crime, drug, sleepy town, and now to like a, a vibrant knowledge and culture hub. Mm. Um, I also, uh, when, when I started Olbo Tours, I think it's because there was nothing, there was nothing, nobody doing any tours. So I think, okay, we have a lot of history, we have a lot of street art, we have a lot of uh, many, many different things. So uh, let's put it in order and, and try to sell it like a tour company, as you see in, in other companies, in other cities. So you're talking about this, um, the whole thing of like having several different tours. Are those like set in stone? Are they the same tours you do every time or do you do you change up the tours? Um, mainly it's the same tours. Mm. Okay. Uh, because you 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 have a lot of like a lot of content you need to remember. So if you like make new tours every time, then it's for the first one the the customer don't get the same experience, and the second one is that you have a lot 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 of extra things you need to like prepare and sell and like so. Um, but of course we we can do it like in like make sometimes we make some special tours when it's like where you go like eat some food and then get some history or drink some beers or like beer tasting or wine tasting or could be something like that. But it's not like a in, in fast tour. It's not like uh, every single Saturday, but maybe like five times a year, you make like a special special tour. Following up, you said that you have been living in Albor for a very long time and that yeah. you were not the first, one of the first of giving tours around. Have you seen evolution maybe in the profile of the tourists? Like maybe it was before it was mostly Danish and now it's more international or funny? Like maybe it's also a little bit um, naughty to say that I'm the first guide. It's, there, there have been guides in Olbo, but they all been part of the municipality or part of the bigger organizations, which not not like um, an independent company. So I'm the first like independent company you can say. Okay. Uh, and yeah. your question was that if I, I can see like different types of tourism coming. Yeah, like so, from yeah. in through all your years, like is there are different type of tourists? Actually, not much because it's still the Norwegian, Sweden, and German people. As long as I remember, this is the the group of people coming to Denmark. Okay. Mm -hmm. But the the one thing I get most surprised about when I started was that I think when I started, I thought maybe 80% of my customers going to be tourists, but, uh, and then 20% from like inhabitants of Volvo, but it's actually the other way around. So maybe 90% of my customers is, is people from Olbo and companies from Olbo. Okay. That's a little bit strange, but also interesting. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. When you say that most of the people are from Olbo, is that like, people like you who have lived here all their lives or maybe people that have moved to Olbo maybe wanting to know the new city a little bit better? Or do you no, know? It's actually, uh, it's actually people living in Olbo for a long time or around Olbo for a long time. Of course, we also get people who who, um, who are moving to the city and want to know more, but uh, the, the largest largest numbers is uh, definitely people who, um, who already have some knowledge about Olbo, but want to learn more and a lot of companies also we have a lot of companies company company clients they like if they have like a staff arrangement staff event then before they're going to dinner then they take a guided tour so they get like 
it's very informal, so it's easy for them to walk around, talk to each other, get some exercise, get some fresh air before they're going to go to the whatever they're going to do. And also a lot of people, when, they, when they're in Aalborg and do the conference, then it's like a good pause so they can go and uh, see the city on a guided tour. Yeah. They get some fresh air again. They can talk to other colleagues on formal and like these things. Of course, they are important clients because they they always pay up and they yeah they just organize this for me. So yeah, they're important uh, yeah, clients. You say that like also just to follow up a little bit more on the fact that there are many local people, and then smaller fraction of your customers are tourists. But when you're doing these guided tours, do you ever experience them? Uh, your your customers asking recommendations about certain things that if you're if you're doing a guided tour for them they might ask you where where can we go after this or yeah it's definitely mostly the people not from Olbo asking these questions but I love to give them recommendations so yeah I always ask them if if they want some recommendation for eating out or events or whatever they they should should do in city where where would you then point them to depends on what they are into like if they are um, if they are like aren't interested i'm saying go to the kunsten uh, art museum or if they're into like uh, traditional food i say go to tenpedico or Hosenius. or if they want concerts then check out musikensus or skål so like mm. i would recommend recommend like different options in olbo depends on their um, in their interests and what what they're searching for. And do you think that Albor as a city is being impacted by tourism? What I mean is, is there now more offers for tourists than there was before or is just the more, like there are some things to do in the city but not especially for tourists? There's definitely, definitely more options for the tourists But it's also for the inhabitants of Olbor, the people of Olbor. So they go hand in hand like these things. But yeah, definitely more possibilities to do something. You always had the history because it's an old city. So many people are interested in the historical part. But now we also have this architecture, like uh, the whole harbor front and the transformation from industrial city to knowledge hub and Uh, the street art and like different cool unknown corners like mm -hmm. uh, Fjordbyen or Westerfjord Park or like these different things. Yeah. So uh, yeah, the development is uh, I think mainly for the people of Olbo but also benefits the tourists. What yeah. would you say, I mean, you you mentioned that a lot of your clients are companies or residents of Olbo, so maybe yeah. they already, like they already live here, maybe they don't come. But as well, when you receive tourists from, I don't know, Norway or Sweden, maybe Germans coming with the camper van, what would you say is their main motivation? Is just, I don't know, pure curiosity, they are passing by, or maybe they come here from the nightlife because it's quite famous? It's a little bit mixed. If you take German people, they come mainly for the flat country and the nice beaches. Yeah. Mm. And they can bike around and uh, enjoy themselves and the summer houses. The Norwegian I see mostly for, um, in the company side is mostly for uh, partying. Yeah. Nice yeah. hotels, nice nightlife, nice eat outs and like these things. Same with the Swedes, but not as spoken out as the Norwegians. And also they have like families 
from Norway. They're coming like on a, like a, how you say, like a city cruise, just uh, shopping and eating and enjoying themselves like what we do if we go Norway. But this time, this year was a little bit strange because the Norwegian crown is very bad. Yeah. So uh, it's for us to go to Norway is pretty good, but for them to go to Denmark is pretty bad. We escaped from Norway and they stayed in Norway or go to Sweden. So a lot of them was missing this year. So have big big effect the loser course currency rates. So we know that Aalborg uh, is also the fourth biggest city here in Denmark. What do you think, in your opinion, that Aalborg has to offer that some of the other bigger cities maybe don't have in terms of tourism? I usually say that we are the we are the world's biggest village and the world's biggest small city. We have a nice size. We're not too big. We're not too small. Uh, you can walk around the whole city in like 10 minutes from like the whole city center and go and go to the, the train station and the airport and like Mr. Fjord Park. Everything is like in 10 minutes radius for, on a bike or on foot. And you also still have like a lot of culture and uh, events and music and you don't miss anything. You don't think, oh, there's no, there's no, there's nothing to do here. You have a lot of options. I think that's the, that's the main thing that we can do instead of uh, Copenhagen. And of course, we are also more nice people than the people from Copenhagen. So you kind of touch upon this a little already with Olbor not being as known per se. But given the fact that it's so very well like connected in terms of it being like the, the big city of, of Norjuland, mm. um, why do you think Olbor then isn't as well promoted as For example, um, I don't know, like uh, Blockhus or Skein, some of the like smaller but more like intimate yeah, locations. Yeah. Maybe it took some while because it, like, 20 years ago, almost was not super interesting. Like, mm. uh, so people just need to find out there's a hidden gem here, and that takes some time before, like, we're gonna we're gonna manage to make like this hidden secret. But first, you have to have some offers and some cool history or some something like that, and then you have to tell the story about the city, and then they have to discover it. Whereas, uh, yeah, Blockhus and these things, interesting cities. But the only thing is that it's a beach town, like with with a nice beach. Like example, I get a lot of tours. I'm booked by like Destination North, so they book me to to show the city to journalists from the Telegraph, the Guardian, or whatever. Mm, wow. And um, they always write about like it's a hidden gem. Nobody mm. knows about this, so it's starting getting promoted more and more. Mm. And then, like as a follow up to this, like in your opinion, how could how could you improve the promotion of of Olbor? You say you have journalists from well known uh, newspapers and and magazines coming here, but. But in your opinion, how could you improve it even even more to promote Olbo as the the place to go? Yeah, it depends on also which markets you want to target. Yeah, there's different ways to do it. Depends on if you are like targeting U.S. people or Norwegian or Sweden or. Hmm. But I think like Destination North doing a good job. So if they have to like. Uh, They want to do like more advertising towards Norwegian. They make uh, like campaigns targeting Norwegians and the specific uh, target groups they want to reach. Yeah. So it's a family. Mm -hmm. They make like a, a 
like a family video and talk to influencers and like like these things. So I think they do a pretty good job. I don't know what what else we like. Of course, there's like like fairs, like uh, travel fairs you could go to and and tr- yeah. try to talk about the the, the hidden gem. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. You mentioned like before some something about the cruise tourism that sometimes some crews arrive in Albor. So how will because I have also heard some people complaining about the cruise tourism because it's very invasive. Maybe too many tourists arrive at the same time, or it can be or it can damage a bit the environment. So if, can you follow think, up on this? Maybe. Yeah, I think I think the. Um... I don't think people of Olbo think it's too much people. Uh, like not in like uh, you know in Venice, no, yeah. and also in Norway they banned it because it's, there's coming too much ships and too many people and like these things. I think not, that's not the problem in Olbo, but the main thing is the environment. Like they're talking about, they want to do uh, green tourism and they want to have like sustainable tourism and like these things, and it don't go hand in hand with these uh, big uh, cruise ships coming uh, into Fjorden. Yeah, uh, I think that's the main thing. Like, I'm a little bit colored on it because I also have business on the cruise ships, so mm. I rent out uh, bikes for them and these things. Mm. So, of course, I think it's a it's a good idea. Cruise ships are here, but I also understand that uh, they are not super super sustainable. Um, mm. I heard Destination North they make like a um, how you say like a survey where they try to see how many people just does uh, one cruise ships laying in Olbo when they're here one day and how much do our conference guests uh, put in the town one day. Yes. And mm-hmm. the cruise ships, they're putting like 300 Danish pounds one day. But the conference guests put like 3,300 one day. Oh, wow. Mm. It's a so, huge so, so, Yeah, huge, huge, huge. Ten, time, ten times more. So they say, okay, we don't want to uh, bet on the cruise ships anymore. We want to do more conference. We are a big conference city also, but now we want to do even more of the conference, and it's also sustainable. Yeah. So I understand. Um, I understand the mindset about it. Yeah. But maybe you can have both. But it's also difficult to say you're sustainable, and then you're putting these big ass uh, ships into the harbor. Mm-hmm. Yes, of course. Yes. Now that we have segued into the area of sustainability, in your opinion, like apart from the cruise ships we just talked about, do you think that? Olbor is a sustainable tourism destination, or do you think we can improve in other parts apart from I think, cruise ships? Yeah, I can always improve, I think, but I, I see some survey and some, um, there are some awards given to the best tourist cities around the world, and I think Olbor was like the second best like sustainable tourist destination. So I think they're doing a lot of different things, and they have really also the eye on the ball on these things. The only thing I don't see sustainable is the cruise ships. So um, yeah. otherwise, I think a lot of the other things is uh, they think about it uh, in the whole process of it. So looking at the whole idea of or to move move a little bit deeper into this whole idea of improving and 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 going forward. In your opinion, where would you see what would you, in your opinion be the the future of tourism in Olbo? How would how would how do you think tourism in Olbo will or could improve? Or, or transform and change in the future. Yeah, um, is it still going to be guided tours and and uh, and all these? Um... Yeah. 
we are we are lucky that we have like a good restaurant scene and good nightlife and good shopping and good nature. Uh, so I think we can we can all play on these uh, key points. But I think maybe um, we could do a better job like for Danish tourists. So like people people always go to Copenhagen or Aarhus if they want to have like a weekend break in Denmark. But we can have like more Danish tourists coming from the different city. Mm. But because we are in the north, many people they don't pass by Aalborg. Like in yeah. Aarhus, you pass by, you can have a stop or calling or whatever. But in mm. Aalborg, you have to go a little bit far up, so you're not passing uh, to the city. Mm. But uh, again, uh, you're more people who who knows this, and every time I'm making a tour with people from around Denmark. They always say like this is a crazy nice town like uh, like I tell you in the beginning like it's so um, intense almost in the in the city center because it's so small but you have everything there mm. and you have Michelin restaurants you have uh, culture different culture things and uh, different interesting theme tours like uh, the historical part the street art under occupation mm. mm. and a lot of things for the kids also so. Um, and a beautiful nature at uh, same time. Yeah. You have mentioned also, like, you just did, like, the beautiful nature that there is around Albor. We also have the Fjord and Fjord Park. And Albor also have, like, different teams, like football team, the handball, the hockey. So I was wondering, is there maybe also a possibility of doing, like, active tourism or to improve this or sport tourism? Sure, I think actual active tourism could be a a really big thing, uh, like kayaking, stand up paddling, walking. Uh, we are doing. Well, I'm not doing, but like the destination north, I'm a little bit part of it. But um, you know, Hervine, mm, yeah, mm? the army road, the yeah. English translation, yeah. So we we are not we. Uh, they are in the making of doing this to a, like a like a big walking path as big as the Camino. They mm. want to have it in the same scale as the Camino. So yes. it should be famous from people coming from all around the world to come and walk this Camino. Mm. The 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 Denmark Camino, you can say. Yeah. Yes, I've heard. Uh, yes. That's yeah, really interesting. Super inter super interesting, uh, and they're putting like a trees like uh, 150 million Danish crowns into the project uh, over the next uh, five to 10 years. Mm. So uh, the, the road is already there and the nature is there, but need to like have like more shelters, more uh, nice places where they, people can stay and um, better signs and better roads and places. So this is a big thing. They really want to um, put a lot of effort into. Yes. Um... And, Continue, I'm I'm just talking about I, I I already started doing like guided tours on the army road, but uh, when I started, no really no bookings, so I think I'm a little bit too early out on it, yeah. even though it's been around for so many years. But I'm really really looking into it because I think it's a super interesting thing. And if I could do something in the northeastern part of the army road. And I started early. I could be the I could be the guy to to do the tours on these uh, on this route, bike tours, walking tours, like nature tours, and and these things like mm. sleeping in the shelters, making fire, making bonfire, making uh, food over fire, like uh, like uh, outside things 
slower pace, but you still get the nature feeling and uh, knowledge and uh, exercise and uh, social community. Yeah. Well, if you organize one of them, I'm for sure joining. Because I'll <laughs> okay, okay. sounds good. Yeah. I wanted to touch maybe, um, Albert has a lot of international students. Do you think is there some tourism offers for them or not so much? I think, um, like we have the international house. I think they, uh, they're good at like explaining how, why and when and how to do when they come to Albor. But like, I'm not an international student, so maybe you can answer more if, if you know, like if the office is good or if, if we need some more uh, different things or more uh, information about the things. Maybe uh, now you coming to Albor and, and see the city for the first time. How, what did you, what did you feel about it when, when you come. Yeah. Yeah, that was my question because I really like the city um, and I would like to know more, but at the same time, it's very difficult to find, at least from my point of view, tourist offers or things okay. to do as a tourist. It's uh, it's actually funny because I, I go to the international house and I also go to the university. So I said to them, if they want to collaborate, that I could have like uh, tours dedicated only for international students uh, when they come to Olbo. Mm, but yeah. all of them said not not really interested okay. so that could be like for me it could be like i um, need to break down some walls to to get it because if you say there's a a need for it i can definitely go and say uh, i talk to people international students who say it's a it's a it's a, it's a need and that yeah. would help a lot when i i, I talk to them mm. because i think it was like there was an amazing thing to see the city in one day. Like you can go like maybe six different tours in the first two weeks when you're starting in school or what, something like that. So you yeah. can, okay, I want the history part. I want the street art. I want a highlight tour. I want whatever you is interesting in. Yes. Yes. Um, but I don't know if it's the university or it's the, I think maybe the university think not their job, but the international house for sure uh, could be uh, think that could be interesting so just to also quickly run back to some of the um some of the stuff we talked about at the at the very beginning mm -hmm. about what you provide in terms of tourism your your different tours and stuff you said that that the street art tour right now is very popular but what other uh, aspects of your of your tours uh you said you have like food food tours and and history tours and all these what uh what do do, do the tourists consider the most fascinating or interesting aspect of some of these tours It depends on what the interests are, because um, of course the historical sites they think it's interesting because they're old and uh, we have like we can go back and see where Olbo started from and we can go underground to the museum and see like where Olbo was developed from. Mm. So um, we have very interesting things going back to over more than thousand years, yeah. and we can see the history just walking in the city like these things. Mm. And um, if you're more into like street art, then, then you can go and walk and see all the street art. And if you're interested in World War II themes, then you have a lot of different memorial plates and churches up and like different things that could be interesting for them. So what's, what's, what's the question again? Like what what aspects of some of the other tours that, 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 that yeah, you at least feel that the tourism, the tourists show interest in when you're yeah. when you're showing them around? If there is any, if there are any specific things that are more noticeably interesting than others, yeah, uh, his, when when they can see something like uh, something very old things, but you still can see it, 
is different mm. than that you can talk about something that was there then you can see it was there when you mm. can see it you're more like wow and mm. want to know more and uh, wow it's crazy we're standing here it's 1000 years old and uh, like these things so um, when we see it, this is the city gates from the middle age but there's no gates yeah. not so interesting but when yeah. you can see oh this is an underground monastery we dug out for 20 years ago but it's from 1250 mm. super interesting people have to see it in front of them i think there is also like you mentioned like all the history from a thousand years ago uh, we also there is also a viking cemetery a graveyard crossing the fjord so in this regard like for example more in the dark side like dark tourism is there an offer or do you have a tour or is are tourists interested in the dark side of Albor, like darkest stories or creepy stories? Yeah, yeah, uh, it's an interesting. I never thought about like it's it's a it's a dark theme, but it's actually a dark theme. So uh, that could be a, like a business leg we could stand on. It's a good idea. Okay. But we, we have like a, we have like a, um, we also have digital tours. So yeah. under Corona time, we 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 started like digital tours, but the we have a tour called witches witches horrors and executioners yeah mm. it's the more bloody sides like uh, how they um how they killed the witches how they burned them alive how they put them in the dungeon how they cut off heads how they yeah. um hanging people how how much they pay the executioner yeah. what did he use like like these things little more bloody uh, history of uh, olbo oh, we we don't have it as a normal physical tour but we're talking about we could make it a tour for like maybe not all year around, but like specific times, maybe yeah. when it's getting darker and a little more. Um, yeah. You you have Halloween just Halloween just around the corner, like the exactly. the epiphany of spooky season. Yes, yes, yes <laughs> exactly, exactly. But we have a lot of bloody history uh, in all balls. We had the civil war. The king coming like uh, oh, king on his uh, like army. Coming and butchering like 90% of the people of Olbo in the mm. middle of 1500. So, a lot of blood and killing and yeah, witch hunts and yeah, these things yeah. definitely could be um, an interesting tour or something to dig more into. Yeah. Okay. Now that you mentioned this, uh, these uh, online tours because of Corona, you know, we didn't mm. really have any alternatives. But we also see like in workplaces people cling to this idea of uh, using the online aspect. Do you still offer like online tours or? Yeah. The the main thing is that under Corona time, we get some money, we search some money for like Corona package to make these digital tours. But we just finished them like um, four months ago. So it took like forever to make them finished because it was a big job. But now Corona is finished, but now we're already with the tours. It's not uh, it's not a big business leg. It's it's not not much business in it. I think people want physical tours. They want a guide. They can ask some questions. Yeah. But of course, there are some people who think it's interesting. They can walk alone. They can walk when they want to. And it's a good thing to have it. But it's not like a it's not like a whole business leg who, which can stand alone and and money can come. So just as like a final um, question or call it what you want. Um, To, uh, before we wrap up, when people come to Olbor and they want to do uh, an ICD tour, how do they get in contact with you? 
I have a website. I have social media. Do uh, campaigns on Google. I do yeah. campaigns on uh, Facebook and Instagram. And I'm also like partnering up with the Destination North. I'm a partner with them, so they. I'm also on their websites. And if people come and ask for like tours or whatever, they know where to find them that way around. And also, I put like flyers on the hotels, and also partnering up with different restaurants and coffee shops or whatever. And it was um, Albor Tours. Yeah, Albor slash Tours DK. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you. And uh, if you have like follow up things, you can just write an email, or or we can go on a call again uh, later on. Really All appreciate right? it. All right. Yeah. Have a great day. Thanks. You too. You too. Thank you. Thank you. See you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.